0: under hundred. Folks, welcome back to the keep it under hundred podcast. I'm your host, Dan Slater. We had a great show for you today. We are recording from the Amway Grand Hotel in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We have a little uh, team event going on tomorrow, but you guys know how it is. The grind, uh, the grind doesn't stop. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to discuss today. We had the uh, Zurich Classic last week, which is one of the few team events on the PGA Tour, which just kind of coincides with the team event that we're kind of playing in and kicking off this weekend. So we're going to touch on that. Um, We're going to do a little course review of the course that we played a practice round at for the event tomorrow, because we're... We're a little bit sick like that, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, team formats in general, the kinds we like to play, kinds we might want to play, stuff like that. But my guest today just happens to be my partner for the event tomorrow. Uh, Mike, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. How are you? I'm pretty good right now. I mean, we had a few drinks. We got some delicious dinner in the, in the hotel here. I'm oh, feeling yeah. pretty good.
1: Yeah. It's a good time
0: so tell the people a little bit about uh, how you've been playing since since the last time you've been on I think last time you were on you talked about how you fired a like a 68 like a two under at uh, St. Clair Shores last last uh, fall right yeah uh,
1: the last time I was on I hadn't played yet this year it was still uh, in the snow season it's episode three I believe uh, since then, I, I kept things I kept things going um, at the beginning of the year, but uh, I kind of fell apart once um, once the league started. Um, I've, I've had some ball striking issues, and uh, I'm sure
0: I'll get into that in, <laughs> um, plenty it, today. So, is it uh, t game irons, or is it just all of the above?
1: Uh, definitely t game, uh, and that. Kind of compounds. Um, I, I talked about uh, the last time I was on the podcast about how you can't let your mistakes compound. Well, I think that I'm I'm doing that. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely a head game. My tee game is falling apart, and although I've I am confident in my irons, I always have been. I just uh, I let those those mistakes from the uh, from the woods get to me on the iron play and. And, uh, so it's just been kind of compounding. The only thing that's, I guess I can say is a positive right now is my putting. I've been putting better
0: than I ever have, uh, in my life. We, we talked about that earlier where you said like your scores haven't been good, but they would be really bad if you weren't putting as good as you are. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, to put it in perspective, um, I've, I went from a 73, uh, and then five days later I shot an 86 on the same course, um, and i i think i only had about 29 putts so it's uh, it's been a struggle uh an 86 with 29 putts is um is pretty atrocious for the way that i golf but um you know it's uh it's at least i'm putting good and and i'll i'll take that over nothing
0: and something so. that you've done well like most of your life you can like your iron game is something that i think you feel like you would lean on for most of your life yeah and it's it's it, it can't be that far off basically is what i'm saying
1: yeah no it, but it is frustrating because yeah like you said that has been uh, my irons and uh wedges have been something that i've been pretty good in um at yeah. least for the last 10 years so yeah
0: so i my problem has been a little different I've, I've been working on a lot of stuff this winter. I wouldn't say it's a full-on swing change, but I've been making a, kind of a moderate swing change kind of over this past winter. I'm just trying to get more more stable through impact, I guess, is the best way to put it, because I, I have a pretty natural over-the-top move, and with keeping up keeping up the swing speed and not flipping the hands so much. I've been trying to keep the face kind of stable through impact, and it's a very different swing feeling and swing thought for me. So it's something I've been working on over the winter, and for the first time this last, like, kind of week and a half, I'm actually feeling that and hitting the ball pretty well. Tee to green, I'm just not scoring well. Like, our our course that we play in our in our Saturday league, I shot my handicap there is like a four. Like I probably averaged seventy four to seventy seven on that course, and I shot like an eighty four last week, and it may have been the best round tee to the green that I've played in a couple of years. Like just how I felt, I was hitting the ball. I just and I was like I told you on the way over here as we drove over to Grand Rapids. I don't feel like I'm that far off. Like, I feel like I'm really close to just kind of lighting it up and making a whole bunch of putts. Um, But it's kind of in that middle ground. So, anyway.
1: Yeah, no, the way I saw you play today, I mean, you have it relatively there. I mean, to put it in perspective for the viewers, I mean, the first hole, I I mean, just uh, I'll give you one example. I sculled my... T shot it went uh, probably about 190 yards been there uh and then I topped my next shot which was a seven iron and so I still had it was a par four I still had probably about 70 or 80 yards left on my third shot and um uh, I ended up draining a what 20 footer for par yeah and Dan, <laughs> and Dan uh he hit his drive probably about 320 yards and had uh, somewhere around the vicinity of 90 or 80 yards in and um, and we made the same score and that's I, I think that's what he's touching on on, on scoring is um, I mean he burned the edge on his putt it was
0: it is what it is though that's, you know? I mean that's golf in a nutshell though right yeah like it's fractions here and there you can be really close and just not score well but you can be off. Yeah. and score really well if you just—I mean, bottom line—if you make putts, yeah. your score's is going to look thing. a lot different.
1: But yeah, and um, that's—and that leads me back to how I'm shooting 86s at Sinclair Shores <sighs> with, yeah. with, well, while also making bombs. Um, it's bad golf. It's all
0: yeah. We have the uh, we have the NFL draft going on here. We're gonna we're gonna do a whole separate episode on that, but we're kind of middle of round three here. I just gotta say I'm pumped about the Lions' draft so far. But anyway, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a whole segment on that. I won't
1: be here for that.
0: You will not be here for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we were talking about the Zurich Classic a little bit last week. Mark Leishman and Cam Smith took home the Zurich Classic in a playoff, and uh, you got two. Uh, Two President's Cup teammates who played together. Which, you didn't see a lot of uh, U.S. Ryder Cup and President's Cup teammates out there. But, um, that was just kind of an interesting side note, I thought, that you get a lot of those those European and international teams out there. You don't get a lot of the standard U.S. pairings that you might see in a Ryder Cup, but
1: well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of uh, play dumb just because well when it comes to PGA I mean some would say that I am especially compared to Dan how are the pairings uh, made for this uh, for the Zurich Classic let's just let's just they, let's focus on what's close by they
0: pick their own partners really yeah okay. you can pick whoever you want so if like Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas the number one and number three ranked player in the world wanted to go out there and play together they could Wow. Well, Okay, So it's just a weird spot in the schedule because it's what two weeks, two weeks after the Masters and it's not that far from the um, so what's next? the PGA. It's not that far from the PGA. So it's just a weird spot in the schedule and you just don't get a lot of the top players that play in it. Um,
1: and what's the what's the team format? Uh, is it four so rounds? Do, is it alternate shot or? It's four
0: rounds, but they do both formats. So they do two rounds of
1: best ball, right?
0: Four ball or best ball, I believe, yeah. and then they do two rounds of alternate shot.
1: Okay.
0: And the alternate shot is really the the cool stuff to watch. Um, it's just fun to watch pros play in team formats in general. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why everybody loves the Ryder Cup. Besides the fact that, you know, any sport, you get people representing their country. It's it's fun to watch because yes. they're, ju- they're just playing with raw passion. Mm-hmm. But uh, watching pro golfers playing team events just because it's so different than how they normally play, it's it's pretty cool. So it just so happened to line up with the uh, the event that we're playing tomorrow. It kind of kicks off the season. So just to tell the people a little bit, about what we're doing here, we're, uh, it's called the Mitten Golf Tour. Um, they have a website. They have an Instagram. Just look up Mitten Golf Tour. It's run really by one guy, uh, David. Hang on, I'm gonna look up his name here. It's 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 they're just really well well run events. I started playing on them last year. They started this tour in 2018. And it's just a really well-run... They're just really well-run events. And they're a lot of fun to play in. So, Mike, you played in what? You played in two of them last year with me? Yeah, yeah. They're just fun. It's just... Yeah. uh, I mean, first
1: of all, I I give a lot of credit to the name. Mitten Tour. uh, We're from Michigan. If you've been listening to this podcast, you already know that. And uh, Michigan, uh, in the United States, is shaped like a hand or... Or like a mitten um, yep. with a thumb and um, and the four fingers. Yeah. Uh, and and so naming it the Mitten Tour for a Michigan um, uh, golf tournament tour um, is, in my opinion, a, a really well named. Um, it's not sanctioned by anything. It's not. It's definitely not amateur. Um, and no. in fact, I would say that that. Um, uh, you know, the prizes are are never over the the amount that that you're allowed to accept as an amateur. But
0: but um, it's it's a good time. I mean, it's yeah. so www.mittengolftour.com is where you can check it out. Um, they have like a founding membership that can get you into being part of the team of the year competition. So if you play in enough of the competitions and you finish high enough. Um, you're in the running for team of the year. So the cool thing about it is it's really made for all handicaps and all skill sets. So how it works is it doesn't really matter the size of the event or how many holes you're playing. Whether it's a 18-hole event like we're playing tomorrow, 27-hole event, 36-hole event. However many teams are in it and however many holes you're playing, you play... They select a random nine holes after play has concluded, and that is the nine that they select for scoring. And then what they do is they take every team that's in the event and rank them one to, call it 64. And they say, all right, one to 64, here's the teams. And they flight them depending on how many people are or how many teams are in the event. So let's say they call it, you know, Let's say it's four flights of 16 for 64. And they just go based on that nine holes. And then once you're in a flight, they say, all right, what was your total score over the event? Whether it was 18 holes, 27 holes, 36. And then within that flight, where did you finish? And they usually pay out the top, I'd say, four in each flight. So unless you're showing up with two you know scratch if it's you and another scratch golfer showing up and you're just running away with the tournament and winning out overall you have chance to win mo- you have a chance to win money regardless of your skill set you can finish second in the in the fifth flight and still win money yeah and then you always have a cha- a chance for you know closest to long drive or a skin on any hole in the course and the skins is really where well, the money's at obviously.
1: Yeah, that um, it, it still pains me that uh, story that we had from uh, Twin Lakes last year. Last year, but but yeah, I, I do really like that format. Um, how they how they flight it is awesome, and and then it, because it it really I mean I mean the two scratch golfers, of course, they're going to win money because they're probably going to win the the first flight, but unless you' you're coming out there with um, you know two people who have never played golf before then you probably have a, a good chance of uh, I, well I shouldn't say a good chance but you have a random chance somewhere of winning money and, and and the reason I think that they choose nine holes is because players who are streaky should be rewarded and yeah if you could be really streaky on one nine and not the other one and it just so happens that they took your streaky nine as the fighting nine and then you get put into a flight that is probably a little over what you belong in but if they chose the nine that you weren't streaky in and uh, then you could have a, a really good score in your flight and so it's it is a random chance but it rewards streaky play if you if you go out for an, for one of the nines and you shoot um, you know uh, a couple shots better than your average you know and by average i mean if if you know say you're four under after 18 your average would be two but say you got all four of those under par or even five under par on one nine and we're one over on the other nine you have a good chance of uh, of 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 winning your flight if they flight the nine that you were plus one and so or even and so i really like the the format uh, how and even
0: even if you start like it's perfect for someone who comes out and, you know, you have a terrible front nine. But you're still playing competitive golf. Like, whether you're not really playing against the team that you're paired with. Because most of the time you're going to be paired with another twosome that you don't know. And in your head, you're still thinking, all right, got to beat these guys. We know we have to beat these guys, bottom line. So you're always playing kind of a competitive match in your head. And, you know, if you get a separate little match going with the team in that, you know, in that foursome, you know, why not? That, that actually leads me to another point is
1: that um, yeah, good golf breeds good golf. So I would rather be with the two scratch golfers who are probably going to win the whole thing. Uh, or the two guys that came to the Mitten Tour with negative handicaps, that are probably going to win the entire tournament, because I'm going to play that much better. Yeah. Because I'm playing with those guys. No. I and agree. Uh, and so I mean, good golf breeds good golf. If you have some good players in your group, everyone knows this. You you just play, you play up to your competition or even down to your competition. So I I'd, I'd rather not be with two people who have, you know, never played golf before who are expecting to come in plus 16, plus 18, plus 20. Yeah. You know, I'd rather not be paired with them, so.
0: yeah, so a little bit, you guys are kind of informed now about the the Mitten Tour. Go check it out if you're interested, you and a buddy, I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter the skill set. Go check it out. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, But we are playing in an event tomorrow, so it's a two-man 18-hole scramble out here at, Thorn Apple Point in Grand Rapids. So, how this uh, the schedule actually gets split up? They do an East Michi- Michigan schedule and a West Michigan schedule. We mostly play the East Michigan schedule, being from you know the suburbs of Detroit. But uh, a couple times a year, we like with the last at least the last this year and last year, we like to get out here and play a couple of these West Side events because some courses we never played and you know we've heard good things about. Um, so tomorrow, eighteen hole two man scramble at uh, Thornapple Point. So we got had to get out here, play a practice round, obviously, because uh, we're out here to win. We're not out here to make a bunch of pars and not win any money. So, uh, yeah, you've played the course before. Yeah, but I, um, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, I think the last time I played the course was probably. 14, 15 years ago. Um,
0: that's not enough for any course knowledge that's going to help us tomorrow.
1: <laughs> no, uh, I, I can barely, I can only remember actually one hole, um, and it's a funny story, I, uh, when I was 13 years old playing in a, in a, in uh, an outing here, um, uh, the par 3 number, what is that, number 12 I think it was, um, the one going towards the freeway, it's either 12 or 13, I can't quite remember at the moment. I have the card right here. Uh, It is 12. That's right. Um, Par 3 going towards the highway. Uh, The group in front of us um, had cleared the green and drove their carts, and they drove around the back of the green. That's where the cart path loops around to, and uh, they must have stopped over the green and and, uh, writing scores down or whatever they thought they were clear of the green. And 13-year-old me probably hitting a driver from 170 yards out uh cleared the green and I hit the guy I hit one of the guys in the cart right in the face with the ball apparently it knocked out one of the lenses on his glasses <laughs> and all I can remember is uh is um uh, he tried to start yelling at me and my grandpa gave him the gave him the what for he said you're yelling at a 13 year old <laughs> stop it
0: <laughs> I mean if I got hit in the glasses I'd Probably be yelling at a 13-year-old, too, but <laughs> whether it was my fault or not. But, um, yeah, so let's let's get into that a little bit. So we're playing we're playing this course, Thorn Apple Point, tomorrow, so I figured we'd do kind of a, a mini course review of, our of, of what we saw today. So uh, so let's go through it. So we, we're obviously doing a scramble tomorrow, so we wanted to get a little of that in, but we scrambled on the back nine. Played a little of our own ball. Kind of a match on the front nine. Uh, overall, I I found it a very interesting track. I, I, I There wasn't many holes. There's probably only two par fives that I thought were pretty similar. Where we pulled up to the tee. And I thought it was actually the same hole. But other than that, there's not a lot of similar shots out there.
1: Yeah, the... The course is very unique and, um, and I would say very challenging. Uh, I mean, it's rare to see a course that you play from the white tees that is, um, almost even par on course rating and a 133 slope. Yeah, um, the white tees being, uh, the standard uh,
0: men's tee, uh, that's a challenge. I mean, no, 60, 63 from the whites, they have a 6691 blue tea and a 7040 black tea, which with the w- with the wind that we saw today, and w- oh, what would yeah. you say? I mean, today was what I think on the forecast it was what 10 to 20 miles an hour, pretty constant. Yeah, 10 to 20 with 25 gusts. They yeah, said. that that's pretty much what we felt today. And oh it w- yeah, it was
1: pr- it was pretty brutal. It was gusting most of the time. I mean, it's it's in a very open course. They have, it's surrounded by trees, but Um, and there are some trees in the interior but relatively open um it's surrounded by a river so you're going to get a little bit of uh, of water related wind and um it is because the river kind of winds from one side to the other um, on three sides i'll say Uh, so it winds around the course and it is uh but it's really open so so what we saw was mostly gusts. So we weren't seeing the ten to twenty. We were seeing the twenty to twenty five most of the day. And it was weird because I didn't
0: feel like we played a ton of holes either. I mean, you always feel like you play a bunch of holes dead into the wind. Yeah. But like I didn't feel I didn't feel like we played a bunch of holes straight downwind. I feel like we played a lot of holes that were cross crosswind where we were trying to figure out was that wind helping or is it a straight crosswind i feel like we were discussing that a lot today. yeah well i mean in golf the wind always hurts you more
1: than it helps you yeah. uh, overall across 18 holes if you're starting as long as you're starting and ending in the same place yeah you're gonna have more hurt from the wind than than you are help um i mean yeah it'd be great if you could play an 18 hole track and uh, it was all in one straight line and if you happen to be downwind that day it's downwind on every hole but know that if you're starting any from the same place it's definitely gonna hurt you because uh, whether it's a crosswind that's gonna hurt your accuracy um, so the only time it's really gonna help you is if you're directly downwind um, if it's into the wind I mean y- you better hope that you don't have any um, non-neutral spin on the ball because it's going to it's definitely going to um, uh, keep the ball up into the air, and and it's going to exemplify your miss, uh, whether it's a
0: fade, whether it's a
1: draw. Exasperate. Yeah, exasperate. Um, and uh, and yeah, today. I mean, we. Saw, I feel like
0: a lot of the problems we had today had nothing to do with the wind. Oh uh, well. I mean, we had a couple of what 140 yard wedges in where we're straight downwind, and we still either left it short or just flat out. Caught thin and didn't I mean, even come close. That
1: 110-yard approach on three that I had, um, hitting a 54-degree, which is normally my 9,500-yard club on a full swing, where I carried the pin and then uh, landed on the back of the green, one hopped over. That how, one about the, how about the
0: 92-yard 90, shot 92 we had on number 10 where we both missed the green?
1: Yeah, um, and that was dead into a win. That was dead into the win, but still. And, and somehow that one I... I I, again, I swung a full 54 degree and, and carried the green. It, it's tough to predict. Um, I mean, yeah, trust Plus me, a lot of my problems today did not have to do with the wind. I, 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 my ball striking wasn't wasn't there, but when it was there, I was having trouble judging uh, yardage based on the wind.
0: Yeah. The, well, the wind causes other problems with your swing, right? So you your tempo changes your where your aiming point changes when it might not really need to you know and and how hard you you swing as well yeah i mean if you're if you're going into a wind and
1: you're you don't know exactly you might club down and say well this is the normal yardage i play or maybe even just slightly on the bottom end like that 165 yard par three we had uh where uh I i talked you into clubbing up to a six iron and you barely cleared that bunker and hit yeah. a ridge and and uh and kicked off to the right. And I said, "Well, I'm confident with the 7 iron." That's what so, of course, 15. Uh, I think it was 15, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um and I was like, oh, "No, but I'm still confident with the with the 7 iron because I'm going to swing hard, and and generally when I swing hard, it's good." But apparently I was swinging a, a little too hard and uh it just
0: it just didn't go very well. Um Yeah. But uh what, yeah uh, a... what would you say so a couple things mm-hmm. what was your f- what's your favorite hole on that course in uh, oh okay I wouldn't say favorite what's the hole you're most looking forward to tomorrow and the hole that you're just hoping we can maybe just let's just make a par and move on tomorrow
1: um
0: let's see here uh I don't like. I'll I'll, I'll kick us off. I think so. We discussed a little bit about the wind, the direction the wind was today, and the forecast for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And with that wind switch, I'm really looking forward to us playing number ten tomorrow and getting another shot at that. Just because number ten is the one that has it's got like a 270 uh, little creek. Yeah, that splits across the fairway, and we were mm-hmm. dead into the wind today, so we weren't getting anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow, we might have a chance to get over it.
1: Yeah, we have a south wind tomorrow. We and really need a, uh, south to north. Uh, I'm pretty
0: excited to make birdie on that one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and our last hole, our last hole of the day is the other one I'm looking forward to, number five. So yeah, we start. Yeah, I, was just sho-
1: about, I was just about to say number five as a hole that I dread. Once we get to the holes that. Um, that we are dreading tomorrow. Tomorrow, number five was the one you're dreading. Five, yeah, I'm dreading that one. I think if we get a good <clears throat> tee shot, I think. I mean, picture this: it's a um, it's a 600 yard par five um, with a uh, very narrow opening on the fairway about 310 yards out. We will be downwind to that tomorrow, but. Um, and then it, and then the fairway kind of swings hard to the right. I mean, we're gonna need two good shots.
0: You're gonna have to put a wood in the fairway, and then I got to try and split that gap on that par five. Yeah, and because we got to get past that tree to give ourselves a chance to get home.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a scramble you can do things like that, but we're talking a, a, a twenty yard gap um, from from bunker to water on the one from one side. to The left it, side is bunker.
0: It can be done
1: the right side is water and you have to be in that gap just to give yourself a chance Uh, to put it in perspective today i was in that gap uh, not off the tee it was my (laughs) after my second shot (laughs) and i felt like i had no chance uh granted tomorrow will be a little downwind uh
0: from there it's a tough hole it was 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 290 yards from there so it was a it was a left to right wind today right and it (coughs) was it was so off the tee you're basically hitting right at the water And then there's the huge... It was left to right in our face there. Yeah. So you're hitting... There's a bunker on the left, fairway, Mm -hmm. and then straight through the fairway and on the right is this big lake. Yes. You're basically hitting right at that and you're trying to keep it short of, I don't know, right around 295 to keep it out of that. And then they have two big trees up the right side Mm -hmm. along the water. Yeah. And this water goes up the right Mm -hmm. and loops around the green. So you have water protecting this hole all the way up the right. Yeah. So there's not really an easy shot. There's not an easy layup. Because even if you hit it down there in that gap, you're still flirting with a tree and bunkers on the left. And if you miss it all right, you're in the water. And Mm -hmm. you're done. And remember, I was 290 yards out from
1: there. Right. I hit a uh, a 4-iron. um planning on hitting a, a a little baby fade and actually I executed it pretty well um I almost saved par after a tee shot that was uh went about 40 yards but but uh but yeah it was um that's that's one of the holes I'm dreading uh being that it's downwind uh, we have a good chance of scoring there what uh so what are you what I'm looking forward to is uh is actually i mean uh, definitely number 10 I, I agree with you there but uh number one oh, yeah. number one um yeah. we're gonna have a uh an, uh an opposite crosswind but also downwind uh and where i was afraid today of, so you know, uh, because we'll be on the right yeah ob be on the right and we had a left to right crosswind pretty stiff and wh- where I was afraid of that OB because I tend to hit a slight fade and that fade, uh, you know, when you have a left to right wind is can be really problematic. Now we have, uh, tomorrow we're supposed to be uh, having a right to left wind so you can hit that fade kind of into the wind and we're also downwind again tomorrow. And on just that. let it ride. Oh yeah, you can just let it ride that wind and, yep. uh, and hopefully, uh, I mean it's a, it says 411 on the card but I mean, like I said today, Dan was uh, about 90 yards out, maybe, maybe 100. But, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping tomorrow we're in a similar position. Um, and and it's and it's a really open, a, a pretty big green for that course. It wasn't really, when we first saw that hole, uh, it it wasn't. Uh, I thought maybe there's going to be big greens and easy approaches all day. But I mean that. Obviously it turned out to not be true, but but a lot of fairway in the front of the green, uh, not very guarded. There's one bunker off to the left, I think, but but yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's a relatively easy approach shot, even even if you have some distance on that hole, and so um,
0: so yeah, I'm definitely excited uh, to play that one. There's a lot of a lot of well protect like all around. I feel like this course is pretty well protected. All the greens are really really well protected. And there's not a lot of straightforward shots. Like, I found myself, at least, you're thinking on every shot. There's no shot where it's just an easy layup or, you know, an easy 7-iron with no trouble. Like, there's trouble everywhere on this course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So, as far as holes that were not, like, I'm not looking forward to playing... I'm really not looking forward to starting on a par three, especially the hole that we start on tomorrow, which is a 175-yard par three that played dead into the wind today.
1: Yeah, and it's going to play into the wind tomorrow as well, and not with a. We had uh, today we had a uh, right to left wind, uh, and also into it, and so it was kind of easy for me to hit a low fading five iron into yeah. that wind. And it didn't, it didn't, um, I could really come over the top with it <coughs> and not worry about, <coughs> excuse me, I'm losing the ball off to the right, but,
0: uh, excuse me. <coughs> Mike's dying.
1: <coughs> but tomorrow. <He's>
0: coughing <coughs> up a piece of raw steak. <coughs>
1: but tomorrow with the left to right win, it's going to be, uh, hitting that low fade is, has a problem of, uh, of missing the green. So you don't really have to if you're gonna play the same thing and what you wanna do, you know, because it's um because you're gonna be into the wind is hit is kinda of hit that low fade if you're comfortable with it. But you're okay. just gonna to have to worry about how much that ball's gonna cut with a with a left to right wind, so
0: other than that, I mean there's not a lot of holes that really flat out scare me. Oh no. It's really no. just I'm just I'm or just looking ball. to have another chance at a lot of these holes. But what what do you got?
1: I have a... Uh, 14, newly really? Yeah, it's 14. It's right after the par 5 along the water. This one also goes along the water.
0: <clears throat> 14. Um, uh, we 14 is the one that's that was downwind today, but it was coming off the water. So this, so this is a short-ish par 4. Mm-hmm. We got trees up the right. Yep. We got a few trees on the left, but past the trees we got water all the mm-hmm. way up the left of the hole and around the back of the green. Yeah. So you're hitting when you're on the tee. It looks like you're hitting into the water, yes, essentially. And then when you finally do get in the fairway and you're hitting into this pin, this pin was all the way on the back left. This is a really long green, mm-hmm. well, not very wide, and there's a huge ridge. Maybe what would you say about three quarters of the way back?
1: Yeah, and it's a drop off, and that's where the pin is. <laughs> and it dropped off back, directly right, into right the to water. left into the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if the pin happens to be in the same spot, it's going to be very, very difficult to attack that pin. Yeah. Um, and the, the fairway, I mean, Dan described it to you, but it's probably only 40 or 50 yards wide. Yeah. And so it is a very narrow fairway, trouble on both sides. And we're not talking thin trees where you can maybe try and punch your way out. I was over there, and we're talking thick, uh, thick trees. That there's if you're over there, you're in jail, and if you're left, no way out. No, if you're and if you're left, you're in the water. Um, Dan happened to hit a good drive and a good approach shot, um, which left us. I mean, we still had
0: 25 feet down a slope, right?
1: Yeah, it was we had a 25 footer, but but had he you know hit that ridge that he was right on the cusp of it might have I mean just uh, you know a, if that ball would have landed an extra yard and and bounced once and then hit the downslope that ball was going to be off the green possibly even in the water and so he held the ridge and uh and we're putting down a ridge on a huge right to left what was that what do you think that was I mean like you were saying in the course, it it doesn't really matter how far
0: you played it out; it was just going to break more. Yeah. The higher you played it. I mean, I played it a little bit slower pace, and I played it about three feet out. Yeah, I thought it was
1: more than that, that. Yeah. That little sparkle that we were aiming at. Yeah. I thought it was yeah closer to five feet out, and uh, Dan had a pretty good lag, and and I uh, I tried to uh, I I had him put take the, the pin break cow. Yeah, I, I had him put the pin back in. And uh, and I tried to take the break out of it, and um, I did uh, lip uh, lip out, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's a, uh, I am definitely dreading that one, but I, I also look forward to it because uh, a birdie there is probably going to be a skin, I think, if if the pins yeah. in the same spot.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see about the pins. I'm I'm really looking forward to kind of a second chance on a lot of those holes. Yeah, I um, hope
1: the pins are in the same
0: spot. So like, like we said, we have a lot of, we had a pretty constant 10 to 20 mile an hour wind today, and the forecast for tomorrow is what, about 15 to 25 with 30, 35 mile an hour gusts, right?
1: I, I read uh, 20 to 30 with 40 mile an hour
0: gusts, which so, which means that we're going to be playing 30 to 40. Yeah, I can't, I can't even really picture some of those holes into a 40 mile an hour wind, but... Um, so I mean, so we we only scrambled on the back nine. We shot three under on the back, and I'd say we had, we left at least two out there. And we're I mean we're not the best golfers in the world, but we're we're pretty decent. Oh, we mm-hmm. were we were putting the shit on the ball today. Yeah, I think we only had so, twelve putts in the nine. Holes. I think if the wind is really that bad. I mean, our target has to be what six, seven, eight under, depending on how really crazy that wind is.
1: Well, uh, if the wind is that bad, I mean, our target. I mean, are you are you asking for our target or the target to win the tournament? Both, both. They're the same thing, right? Of course. Correct. Uh, yeah, I would say that eight, eight to ten. I mean, there's going to be some. I mean, y- you know, these these things these things are going to have. Some really strong golfers, but oh, for sure. but but having a two man come in better than ten is going to be a tall order. So especially in that wind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eight to um, ten. Uh, and, and so the fact that we played three under on
0: nine holes today is. Um, and we made a bogey, like yeah. a couple of assholes. Yeah, we did do that. All and right. Well, I mean, in general, i mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So let's uh, yeah. let's cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to everybody out there, uh, check it out. Check out the Mitten Tour. What's your
1: What's your overall review of the course, though?
0: Overall, I liked it a lot. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely come back. Yeah, for sure. If I'm coming to this side of the state, I'll I will play this course for sure. I agree. I, I, I agree 100%, it a lot. Yeah. and it is well worth the price. I yeah, mean, the price
1: isn't that we paid fifty four today. Fifty four dollars. Yeah, it's probably spring rate, but but even still, um, I wouldn't imagine that. That they're going to charge more than. $70. And they're
0: probably only what, maybe a month out from when they last aerated the greens. They, I mean, they weren't overly bumpy, but you could tell that they aerated them in probably the last month. They were still rolling true. But but you get them. I mean, you get these greens in another month. They're going to be pure. Yeah, it's scary to think about because
1: there's right now they're super hard. I think that once they start watering them, maybe they'll soften up uh, yeah. a little. But uh, but yeah, I i think even a summer right here probably isn't going to be more than 70 75 bucks and uh i recommend it uh if you're looking for a challenge for sure because i mean if you're if you're a 2025 20, handicapper and you're going up onto a course uh, uh rating it's a par 72 rating is 71.3 and slope is 133 and that's from the whites um and so uh So I definitely, uh, I would say if you're looking for a challenge, um, uh, definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend it. So,
0: but anyway, uh, if you guys are looking for a little competition on the golf course, if you're looking to just grab a buddy and come out and play, have a chance to win a skin, check out the, check out the mitten tour. We've, we've had a great time with it so far and, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of them in the in the next couple of months here. So,
1: and I think he, the the guy who runs it is really looking to expand. So, so I definitely I I, I, I don't want to discourage you if you're if you're a, a eighteen to twenty handicapper because I mean eighteen to twenty handicapper you're playing most of the time in scrambles. I mean your goal should be you know five over maybe even even par. Yeah. I mean you could you could really do it on a good day. So.
0: Yep. Agree. Um, well uh Mike I want to thank you for uh, playing the event with me for one I'm looking forward to it tomorrow and uh doing another pot and uh t- to everybody out there whether you're working on the game this weekend whether you're getting out playing your 18 hole league or uh, you know you're just really thinking about getting the sticks out you know what to do keep it under 100.